I just couldn't get out from the amount of debt we were in. And I was like, I was working, you know, so many hours and like, and a year in after it, and it just seemed like we weren't touching it. We weren't touching the debt. And, and, and obviously that obviously took away the amount of time I could spend on Ethan. And also, it also took away the money to be able to invest in it, to be able to grow the business. Welcome, ladies and gentlemen. I'm your host, Matt Brown, and you're listening to the Every L Podcast. Each episode, we'll have a different guest come on and talk about when life hands you an L, is it really a loss or is it something else? Because not every L's a loss. So sit back, relax, or do whatever you guys do to get comfortable as we get into this. Let's go. Hello folks and welcome to another episode of Every L Podcast where we explore when life hands you what looks like an L, is it really a loss or is it something else? Because let's be honest, when you go through the lows in life, it ain't pretty. <laughs> it's not fun. Um, it's not even worth laughing at if I'm honest. But it's one of the things where you don't laugh, you'll probably cry. But the good thing is usually when there's a down point, there's usually an up point. And that's where we're going to discuss it. When people are at their low points, how do they navigate that space? What happened? How do they feel? And so forth. And hopefully you guys will enjoy the conversation like you have done with the previous guests I've had on here. So today, I'm very, very, very privileged to have someone I met approximately three years ago. And they have a product that I couldn't help myself but buy because it's true, you buy from people. The product's sound. The product's amazing, to be honest. But the people that had created this and that were there presenting it and talking to us, they didn't have to talk to us. My wife, my wife and I were newly, uh, new, newly found parents. Found. I don't know if that's the right phrase, <laughs> but we was just new parents and was at this fair, and they took the time to talk to us, and we was just having a bit of back and forth. But it had a long-lasting impact because I like good people. I like people that are honest, hardworking, and just genuine. It, it, it's we're, we're, we're a society of people that will say negative things so easily and so flippantly and not know the chaos it can cause. But they weren't that. They were positive. They were reassuring. They were encouraging, had warm smiles and a good heart. And those are my people. I've done various things because I like them and I support them and Anyone else that knows me, if I like you, I'll support you. I'll do whatever I can to back you. And that's no different with this next guest. Now, I don't, I haven't spoken to him at length like I'm potentially going to do now. Well, not potentially, I am going to speak to you at length. But he's created a fantastic product that all three of my kids now have. Thank you very much. And it's something where I just like supporting them. If I can get other people to get onto them, I will do because they're great. But they're so mindful about what materials they use, the impact has on the environment, and they've won a few awards as well. But outside of that, to have such a passion to not only just do this, what I'm describing, plus do other things in their life is, a, is an amazing feat. But the whole fact that they're doing something that's going to benefit not just their bank balance, let's be honest, we're kind of all in it for money, but it's there because it actually serves a purpose. It actually helps 
with myself when I had to go for things with Avery. And now where I've got Imogen and Kingsley, it's also going to help with them. But I have a fantastic guy. i so, so honoured to have him on, that he's taken the time out to talk to me. Because he's a busy man. Let's let's not make illusions that he's a busy man. But I have Stephen on. Stephen, how are you doing today? Great. And, uh, well, thank you for that introduction. And uh, that's a real privilege being a guest on here. Um, you know, uh, I've never done anything like this before. But when you invited me to come on here, I uh, I couldn't say no. I couldn't say no. Um, so thank you. Thank you for uh, thank you for having me on. Honestly, it's 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 an honour. I, I, I said I, I've liked I've I've liked you guys from the jump, and we've kept in contact via social media, and it just felt right to just ask you to come on and yeah, share your story. Cool. So, so I'm Steve, and married to my beautiful wife Sarah, and our, we've got two kids, Fern and Art. Uh, so back in 2016 now, we were getting married in Australia and we were over there and we were getting married. Fern, Fern at that age, nine months old, she was teething and we also were going through that conversation, I think at that stage, that a lot of parents have about is there a way potentially that Sarah could stay at home? and not go back to work and not put the child with a childminder. So we were like racking our brains, how are we going to do this? Sarah uh, worked for the NHS as a pharmacy technician and um, I work in, I worked in construction, I had my own construction company. So although I was doing all right, we thought Sarah didn't want to just be at home with just the kids. She had a few ideas for her business. And Fern, as I say, she was nine months old. She was teething and um, she had this teething toy and... Uh, when I started looking, <laughs> like when I started looking at around me, like this toy is everywhere. Like, you know, every baby seemed like everywhere I looked, babies were clutching this toy. And uh, it's like one of the things, it's like, you know, if, you, if you're playing that game in the car with your you know, young kids and you're saying, who can spot? A red car, a blue car, like yeah. We used to say like, who could spot like a red car? Well, you just see them everywhere, like you know. <laughs> and it was the same deal with Sophie. Sophie was everywhere, so I was like, ah, you know, this toy's everywhere. But there doesn't seem to be much else on the market that I thought was sort of the equivalent that was competing with this. Or... So um, I thought, well. Um, I might give it a go designing a, a teething toy. Now, I had some grounding for that. Although I work in construction, I'm quite arty. Um, many years ago, many years ago, when I actually first went to university, I'd done a, uh, I started my degree in product design. So I was like 18, went to South Bank University. I was doing engineering product design, good at design, good at art. So I was like, okay, let me have a go at designing some teething toys. So that's, that started, so that was basically 2016, and we came back to the UK. I had some ideas, and one idea stuck, and that tea there was a fox. It was a fox because it lends itself to being a great sort of shape for a tea there because of a pointy nose, pointy ears, 
you know, a long tail that they can chew on. And also, it was one of my, my daughter's first words was fox. And it was like, nah, this is, you know. The stars are aligning. It, yeah. And it was like, we were staying in Sarah's brother for the time, for the whole time we are in Australia. He had a, he's got a son. And that boy gave our daughter, Fern, a teddy, which was a fox. And she, while, the, while we were on that holiday, she was playing with this toy all the time, this teddy. And that also served as the inspiration for what then became Ethan the Fox. And Ethan, the name, came from Sarah's brother's son, who gifted her that teddy. So that's where Ethan came from. Wow. So we came back. I then had these design, um, some drawings, and I got them as far as and developed as far as I could. I brought them, then I had to bring them to CAD. So I had to find someone who could do AutoCAD. So I did, and that took a while. I anticipated it would. And then, so we got into CAD, and then I had to start looking for a manufacturer. And we looked in the UK, we looked in Europe. I have to say also, actually, at this point, before I go on, the reason I like Sophie as well, and you mentioned in the introduction about wanting it to be an eco-friendly product, that's what really appealed to me about it. And I think why Sophie Giraffe is has been such a successful, I think if there's any parents listening to this, they'll know about Sophie Giraffe. It's, a, it's made from natural rubber from the Hevia tree. So, you know, it degrades naturally. It's not like silicon. You get lots of silicon teething toys, but they don't degrade like natural rubber and it's all food grade paint. So, you know, that's what I really loved about the product as well. Yeah. A really organic product. That really appealed to my sense of being in the world as well, of, of trying to do my bit. I guess in recent years, more with sort of what we know about climate change and knowing the damage we've done to, to our planet, that that it really appealed to me that, uh, that this product had sort of a low carbon footprint as well. Yeah. So with that, uh, I couldn't find a manufacturer in the UK and I couldn't find a manufacturer in Europe. So we then started looking online and I found a company, a lot of people are now know about it, Alibaba. Oh, yeah. And I found a, a, a company that produced teething products. I contacted them. I said, asked whether it was something they could help with. They said they could. They were going to a trade show in Cologne in Germany a few months. And they said, well, we're going to this trade show in two months' time. I said, perfect, great. Well, I'll come and meet you there. So I flew out to Cologne. I met them there. And at this point, I also have to add, it wasn't a finished design. And I knew that... There was going to be more health and safety that would have to be applied to the product. So I didn't at this time have a design cover on my product. I knew that there had to be trust placed in the company. I had to get them to sign a non-disclosure agreement. Uh, NDA, yeah. An NDA, yeah. And how much, what's the word, like how much power it would yield <laughs> if they did take it, I don't know, you know, but however, it made me feel better, like, you know, and Sarah made us feel better yeah. that they would sign it. Because we believed, you know, we really believed in Ethan from, from very early on, you know, we really thought we had a, a really good product. However, turned out they were, we just hit it off straight away. There are lovely people, you know, uh, the guy who owns the factory. I just knew immediately when I met him. Yeah. It, I, just what you kindly said about us you just you know you got that instinctive feeling and i just was like yeah i like this guy you know i can work with this guy and like you know and it was almost like it was like ah oh, nda like do i really need to get that signed out i've met the guy you know 
But um, nevertheless, we did get them to sign it. And, um, and yeah, they were like, yeah, we, we can help you, you know. And so it went from there. We They went back to China. And then the whole process of getting it from where my designs were to getting it to a product that we could actually bring to market. Yeah. So the design then had to evolve with the health and safety. First and foremost, with a, a, a teething toy, I mean, most people can guess what the first thing you would consider with something that a child puts in their mouth. Choking hazard. Exactly. So the, the, the product had to evolve in its shape slightly to adapt to the, the health and safety standards. And, um, wow, I mean, you know, for such a simple product, when you look at the product now and you think, wow, it's just a, it's a fox made out of natural rubber. But so much design went into that product. <laughs> like, you know, I, I mean, I can't even... Like at one time I was thinking, if I counted the amount of emails and designs between me and the factory, I mean, we're talking like thousands of emails, you know. I was going to say something, right? Because I hear, I hear you the whole thousands of emails and I fully get that. And yeah. I'm going to come back to that in a second, but I just want to just want to interject for a minute. Folks, those listening, you're hearing the backstory of a fantastic TV alternative to Sophie, which is known as Ethan the Fox. Fantastic product. This gentleman, he's a creator or co-creator because, you know, Ethan kind of helped out with that <laughs> as well as his daughter. Um, so, yeah, links will be in the show notes. So go and grab yourself one or they've even got a plush toy as well. We've got that as well. Also, this conversation that you're hearing out or this, um, what he's telling us, this ties in very nicely to his first L, which is talking about how Ethan was created. So, we're going to continue on this journey because I think it's a natural way of continuing it. Mm. But what I was going to say is, with the whole thousands of emails going back and forth, and I've said this to someone else, I can't remember if it was on a podcast or outside or offline, sorry. And it was anything that you get into and you want to take seriously will be hard work. Yeah. If something, you know, let's be honest, if you wanted to make, I'm looking for inspiration in this room that I'm in, but if you were to make a... I don't know. Let's say a paperclip. Don't know why. Mm. But you want to make a paperclip easy. You can just follow the same fashion as um, the follow the same form that everyone else has done. But how do you stand out? If you want to be the best paperclip alternative, you've got to do research. You've then got to plow hours of craftsmanship and hours of ingenuity to think, how am I going to let this stand out from the be- from the crowd and be better? What is its mm. standout feature? And that's why it could be something slapdash that anyone can do, or is it going to be something special, something unique? And if it's going to be that, you're going to put the hours in and you doing a thousand plus emails. I can believe that wholeheartedly because the product is fantastic. Um, what I'd say on that is if I thought, in the, if I knew in the beginning how much work was involved in sort <laughs> of getting it to where we got it, I would have thought a lot more about would I have even done it because it was so much work involved but you can you can only take one step at a time yeah and that's all I've done the whole way through because this was one huge learning curve for us you know we we had never done anything like this before. You know, we're setting up a, 
you know, we, we I had to learn about trademarks, I had to trademark Ethan the Fox, and then when I did finalize the design, which after all the thousands of emails, I then had a product, which I then had to get that design trademarked, you know, so then I had to learn that process. So we would sort of take, took us two years, essentially, from drawing that first sketch on a piece of paper. Yeah. And launching Ethan. We launched Ethan back at the same trade show that I went to initially to meet the manufacturers of our product in Cologne in Germany. And it's one of the biggest in the world. And if you're gonna if you're designing a product here in the UK or anywhere in Europe, that's probably the the trade show you're gonna launch your product at. And well, I mean it was three or four days of being at the show. And we were blown away by the response we got. It was that positive. It was so positive. You know, we loved our product, of course. I mean, we got it. We we'd invested so much time, energy, and love into it, and it was our baby. You know, we we always say that like, Ethan is like part of the family. He's been there since the beginning with us, and he's still with us. And we loved him, but do other people love him? <laughs> like you know, and. Uh, we uh like it was great like you know when i met you i love doing them little sort of shows where i see people's actual reactions to the product when they see it and that gives me a buzz that like that's what energizes me that's what like like when i'm feeling like you know not 100 percent say or you know i'm feeling a bit you know a bit deflated maybe um yeah and i go to a, a show and i see how kids react to the product man it 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 bolsters me again you know and and that's what happened at that that initial trade that that launch i mean we had 80 interested parties from 28 countries wow congrats this is from like every continent like you know we had interest from australia canada the whole asian market america you know 28 it was it was like it was incredible. We came back with our feet, you know, 10 feet off the ground, man. We were like buzzing, <laughs> you know, we were like, we're going to be rich. Like, we're gonna be rich. <laughs> <laughs> you know, uh, we've done it. Like, this is it. This is our lottery ticket. <laughs> oh, amazing. You know, it was, it was a ma major buzz, but it, we, you know, have to get your feet firmly back on the ground because we actually hadn't, you know, we we're launching it. You know, we hadn't even received our first order yet. The products we launched at the show were just a batch of the actual, uh, I think they, they... That prototypes. Yeah. So it was like, we, I think we had something like 48 sort of, maybe it was something like, it was, it was, it was I think it was less than 100 anyway. Yeah. So we, we were enough to launch at the show, right? And we didn't even have enough. To, we didn't want to even give it to you. We didn't even want to give one away. We were waiting on that first sort of order from China. So the, the order wasn't coming in until sort of March 2018. And when was the show? And the show was at September 2017. No. It was going to be January, but the order came in, I think it was like in March. And then the order came. The factory um, really done about a 90% good job on the initial order. Okay. Because it's a brand new product, and our product is partially um, it's sprayed, it's it's handmade, and it's hand painted. This is their first batch, and you know it didn't meet my standard, you know, one hundred percent. 
Um, it's not like a product that you put in a machine that comes out the other end exactly the same. Each individual ethan is 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 that it's individual and it's unique. Yeah. However, there's still a standard that had to be met that that wasn't being met. So I had to then at that point sort of take a take a decision. Well, we can't grow big. Uh, we we you know we've got to take this a bit slower than than maybe we thought we could initially grow. So. We, um, I had to work with the factory to get the factory to sort of um, get the product to where we wanted it to be. Very early on, because we started selling it on Amazon and other outlets, and early on we, we actually got a review uh, for our product, uh, which was a negative review, which was like that. It was about the way the paint came off the product. Oh. And it sort of, it, it rather, it peeled rather than sort of wore down. Now. There's nothing wrong with the paint because the paint was all, as I said earlier, you know, you have to go through rigorous testing. So it's all food grade paint, but I didn't like that. And I thought, well, I don't want, I only want the very best for our product. But how did that make you feel in in like getting that? So you're, you know, you're on cloud nine, you had all these orders cut. Well, you have people, the feedback's been amazing. And all of a sudden like you put on Amazon is like, hang on, I've got feedback. Great. It's a, yeah. a one star. Well, we got a but we had a lot of good reviews, a lot of great reviews, but you'd like the thing is, but it's, I was only looking at the, you know, you look, you know, that, but it was a negative review and it was a, and it was a concerned, I think a concerned parent. I think when I read the review, they, they, they were wrong on, on, on some detail of what they wrote, but they were still concerned. And I thought, okay, uh, I need to change this. So I actually decided, not because the product, like I say, was anything that was dangerous about the product, because as I say, it's a food grade paint, but I decided that, no, this is not good enough. I decided for the remainder of the order, I just, I scrapped the rest of my stock. Wow. And I, I, yeah, I, I just was like, no, this is, I, I only want the very best. And it was, it cost, it, 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 you know, I, the factory worked with me a little bit on that, but I swallowed the cost of that mainly um, because I really, 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 really believe in Ethan and I only want the very best. I only wanted him to be the very best. And I didn't want to put all of that hard work in that I put in for two years yeah. and for it to fall at the first hurdle just because, you know, I'm 90% happy with it. No. Well, can I ask you this question? Because I, I appreciate that. And the amount of work and effort that went mm. into something that you was just tying, excuse yeah. the pun, of the idea of doing, because, yeah. you know, you've got a nine-month-old, you just got married. Things are heading on the right trajectory. Yeah. And, you know, uh, let's just dab in it. You've got your construction business that you're working on, which yeah. clearly requires a lot of your time. Um, your missus is obviously toying with the idea of going back to work or whatever that looks like and then this this little idea has snowballed into mm. this behemoth yeah how did that impact your nine to five let's call it i i took i was taking i was taking time out of work um around the time when we started coming to market i was doing a lot of there was a lot of work i mean we got a 
we got a consultant in after we brought him to market. We we found a we found a consultant um, who in the industry we asked around in the industry and this lady was recommended and she was expensive but you know wow we learned a lot and like i took time off work to do things like that and you know um i I have to say a bit more about my business i actually had my own my own construction company and you know i'd done relatively i was doing doing relatively well you know i i you know, I was I was doing well. You know, I, I it was of a size that I wanted it to be. Um, my company, I didn't want it to be a big. I didn't want to grow it really much more than what I had it. Um, I I doing I do like um, um, interior fit out uh, in mainly in the commercial sector, like office okay. fit out. Um, so I do everything. I was doing everything apart from mechanical electrical. So I do like. I build walls, I do like glass partitions, I do ceilings, I do plastering. But I would take a job on, uh, how it normally work, and then I'd hire guys to help me do the work. And then if I had more work, I'd like another job, and it was too much to handle, I'd take a step back and I'd let the guys get on with it. And So, you know, but I wouldn't have any more than sort of two or three sort of jobs going on at any one time, maximum three. Um, and so I was doing all right, you know. But did that cut into your income, though? So if you're doing less less work and you're contracting it out effectively, that's taking a hit on your income for not just yourself but your family. And then you're ploughing money into trademarking, into Absolutely, yes. Alibaba and all these different people. You're bringing it in the right direction. You're bringing it in the right direction because actually, you know, um, it's going to move us on to like a big loss really because so in March we, we had our first batch and I had that sort of high that we'd gone through in, the, in September in the launch and all of that interest but you know unless you can deliver on all of that excitement in the beginning you know sort of time is passing and that interest is obviously going to fade and you know I couldn't deli- we couldn't and spent particularly after getting that first order and you know, I, and I'm not being, and I wasn't uh, t- totally satisfied, and we scrapped it, and we placed, we had, play, we had another order come in, and and you know, and that was 95 percent, and it was still not 100 percent. You know, 95 percent of the products I'm talking about are right, but there's like five percent that are not, and and I'm thinking, okay, well, what if I send it off to, you know, if it sends, it was fine because it was being sent to the UK. I could do a product check on it here in the UK, but if it got sent off to America, you know, or it got sent off to another country that I can't check on it, check with the products before they go there. You know, what if, what if a customer gets that product that I think is like, is just no good. Substandard. Yeah. yeah. So I was like, okay, right. We're just going to have to go with getting this, getting the factory to get the product right. So that was the direction we we're taking. So work is, work is fine. Um, but I'm taking money out. Like you said, and I'm planning into this new business, right? And I'm placing these orders for these products, you know, and you place orders that, you know, to place an order is minimum £10,000 to place an order. That's the minimum I can spend on placing an order. Wow. Yeah. So so here we are, we're two orders in, plus all the development costs, uh, you know, all right from the outset. If we go right back, I mean, there's a lot in money taken out in the business. So, and my time. And so, uh, and then... 
I got the big hit. So in August of 2018, um, the main contractor that um, I've been working for for like eight years went bust. No. And they owed me a lot of money and I never got that money. At all? At all. And that was... So here we are. We're on the market literally six months and then boom, I just get, I just get like pfft, torpedoed like out of the water with this big, big hit. Like, and we were living in Hartford at the time. And I, I was always trying to be optimistic from, I'm going to get my money. I'm going to get my money. I, I just didn't, um, I didn't, the company, you know, they were 2 million in and like they, they could not pay me anything that I was owed. Because I take it all bigger people that are larger amounts that need to be paid off first. Yeah, absolutely. And I was a bit further down the list and, and all of that. And we then had to deal with sort of, okay, you know, all that came with that. So uh, we, we basically managed to stay in our house for a year. But I was, I had to then um, go and work as a general sort of builder because up until this point, I'd, I'd always had my own company. You know, I'd, I'd sort of got my work through tendering through main contractors. Now I'm just a general builder. It was like, oh, I've got to now find other companies to go and work for. Yeah. And actually go on the tools. It was just me uh, having to work. Sarah's obviously at home with the go out and work, but Sarah's at home um, with Fern. And yeah, it was, we, I was working like crazy hours, but I just could not, could not get on, could not get on top of, of the amount of money because although I was a limited company, I was personally liable for a lot of the debt. I, um, yeah, I just I'm just thinking about it now. Like I'm, I'm feeling it, you know. Yeah, I I just couldn't get out from the amount of debt we were in, and I was like, I was working, you know, so many hours, and like, and a year in after it, and it just seemed like we weren't touching it. We weren't touching the the, the debt, and, and and obviously that obviously took away the amount of time I could spend on Ethan, and, and also it also took away the money to be able to invest in it, to be able to grow the business. But what about your family life? How did you still have enough money to keep a roof over your head? Was the money situation? Yeah, for a year, we managed to stay in our house for a year. Then we, we I have to say, uh, we okay, we, we were renting in Hartford. I had to basically, I was going to work one morning and um, the previous evening, oh, actually, the previous evening, Sarah, we'd had the conversation. Like she said to me, I, it was in my mind, but I didn't want to say it out loud. And like we had the conversation, and Sarah said to me, "Look, maybe, maybe we should speak to your parents about maybe moving back in there." And I was like, "Oh man, like you know, yeah, wow, I've got like you know, at this point." We've got art as well, my son. And I'm thinking, oh, man, like, move back to my parents. Like, I'm 45 now. This is, like, three years ago. Yeah. And I'm like... Was pride a factor? Yeah, pride, like, man. It was hard because, I, I mean, I, I, I was working, I was doing a job in Harlow, and I remember I 
pulled into a car park, like McDonald's car park, 7.30 in the morning, and I was like, I need to get this out of the way. Man. I just, I called my dad, and that was like such a hard conversation, such a hard thing for me to have to ask my dad. Dad's retired, you know, as is my mum. It's like they've got their own space, and here's me, like, you know, I wanted to bring my wife and my two kids home yeah, to the family home. Did they make you feel any sort of way when you asked? Oh, no, they were amazing. Like, to be honest, like, it was hard at first. I had to come here, but it's really worked out well because... Actually, it's been brilliant for the kids because they get to see their granny and granddad pretty much every day. Yeah. And um, it's free childcare. And it's free child. Well, yeah, that's always <laughs> a bonus, buddy. Absolutely. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and, uh, and, and also, actually, the pandemic came, um, you know, and my mum and dad. Would have been a lot. Would have been spent a lot more time on their own. So, in the adversity we'd gone through, there was this great opportunity for my for all of us to get you know to come closer together. And I think it was been like my mum now. She's like she says she don't know what she would have done without us being here. Like in that two in that time during that during COVID. Yeah, because it was would have been really lonely for her because we were everyone was all my other because I'm one of four brothers and like I'm in the middle and everyone's of course wanted to do their bit and stay away and not sort of you know all that uncertainty that we all went through in the beginning about yeah what was the right thing to do but we were here and you know and uh, it was great comfort for for them certainly you know to have us here so. Although it was difficult to make that initial conversation, it's worked out. You know, we the thing is, it's a big house. I mean, it's a five bedroom house, so we have our space. It's not like we're on top of each other. So in that respect, it's good. Was the money situation adding stress to your relationship with your wife? Yeah, uh, yeah. Uh, I mean, Sarah is amazing. You know, like. She's got this incredible resilience. Like, I don't know, it's like an Aussie trait or something. It's like she's just so <laughs> laid back. Like, you know, she's laid back. She's She just could take the punches like like nothing I've like seen before. Like, it's amazing. She's like such a strong individual. And it, but it, of course, it, it, it did put strain on us. I mean, I mean, I, I like, like, I went, I was going through periods where it was like, there was one point I remember I woke up. I literally woke up and I could not, and I started crying. I was crying. And I just, I couldn't stop crying. I just couldn't, I don't know why I was crying. I couldn't stop it. And I like, I literally, st and, I, and I guess in retrospect, I understood what was going on now. But at the time it was a bit like, I was, because it wasn't like I'd, I had this sort of, I'd processed anything um, while I was conscious. It was like I woke up from this, this sort of, you know, almost like it was a dream or something. 
And it was just, I think it was just the stress that just piled up and it was just like a massive release of letting it all go. And um, yeah, uh, so, and, and Sarah was, you know, she was, of course, she's there for me. And, and, and as, you know, the, because we've 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 gone through this incredible financial strain, and it didn't get any better. Because I mean, what, what I say, it got better. It took the pressure off coming here, but it was such an, a large amount of debt that I've actually personally had to go to personally bankrupt. Wow, that's that's how um, far it's had to go. And it, the thing is, it, it's I, I'm now. Um, uh, it's been a, it was it's been a success to keep Ethan the Fox going as a business, and now I'm clear of or personally of all the debt, which is a huge relief. It means obviously all that comes with that, you know, your credit rating is affected. But yeah, no credit facility for like six years from the time of declaring yourself. Yeah, I mean, obviously we had to do a lot, of, lot of. I it was actually not a decision we came to easily we we sort of i carried on paying the debt and was paying the debt up until covid and then we sort of took a holiday on the loan just to give us a bit of breathing space and of no fault of our own one of the companies defaulted us on a on a payment and then it happened again and i was like man like this is ruining my credit rating like defaulted me twice and i was I was like, I'd be so diligent up to that point. You know, I'd, I'd stayed on top of everything. We'd kept like an amazing credit rating. And then that happened. I was like, I, I just felt totally deflated. And I was like, I just can't, I just, you know, I, I can't deal with this anymore, you know? And so it was it was incredibly difficult to come to that decision. But I was like, look, I I, I just, I'm trying and, and we're, we're just not, we're not touching it as much as we need to. Like we're not, there was interest coming on as well. What the problem was is like they defaulted me on a credit card with a high interest rate, and and it, and it was just be, be prior to that. You know when you've got when you got debt and you can manage it, you can with a credit card you can you know change if you've got money on a credit card. You 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 if you got good rating, you swap it to normal interest. You know and that's what you do. You know I you, you when you're setting up a business, you are going to incur debt. You know it's about how you manage it. And we were managing it, but when that happened, and they defaulted us, it wasn't our fault. We we're like, "Wow, you know, it, was, it just seemed so unfair," you know. Yeah. And and we couldn't do anything about it. I mean, they they just weren't they just weren't helpful with it. And 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 so yeah, we took that decision, and you know, I'm glad I took that decision because it lifted a lot of stress. You're right. <laughs> a lot has happened since we yeah. met. Yeah. But that sounds like a huge loss financially, mentally, emotionally. Yeah. I can only imagine the impact it probably had on you as a father. Yeah. Thinking like I brought my kids into this world and I meant to provide and this stuff's now happening. Mm. How do you keep your mental health intact? My children, my wife, I think I, I love, I just, I feel so lucky. 
I just, I, I've got two beautiful children and a beautiful wife. Um, we're all healthy. My mum and dad, they're in good health. That's what you come down to. You come down to the to the basics, really. You know, all these things that, you know, this thing we're talking about, Ethan the Fox, I mean, it would be wonderful. And we still totally believe that Ethan the Fox, I mean, he, you know, that he's going to succeed. It's just been unfortunate circumstances for us. You know, bad, bad luck that's got us to in this situation. It's not because of Ethan that we're in this position. We just haven't been able to invest the money in the, in the business like you need to in order to, to grow a business like that, you know. Um, but really what keeps me going is, is the small thing, is, is just being in the moment with my, my son and my daughter. And, and like, ultimately, all of this success to me, ever, even when I had my construction company, it was only ever, money to me was about, buying me time to spend more time with my family. That was it for me. That's my success. My success is about, I want, the more time I can spend with family, the more successful I feel I'm, I, I'm being. I like that. And the thing is, yeah, we were going through all that financial hardship and all the stresses that came, stresses that came with that. But as long as I could, you know, I could spend time with my children and and you know we had a we have a roof over our head you know we've and there's there's no chance of us being on the street where you know and you you have to when you're in a position where yeah there are stressors and i think but a healthy way we all do it is you know you could be a lot worse you look you look at your situation you think things can always be worse yeah but when you've got your health we've got our health and kids give us joy and and you know uh, we've got we've got my I've got my family around me, and I, I I I'm a family guy. I like you know I look forward to finish work to come home and spend time with my family. You know that's that's me. Like you know that's beautiful. And I think a lot of us it'd be nice if a lot of us felt that way, but I guess a lot of us are not in that place where we've met the right people or created our family or have that relationship with our families in the first instance to sort of want to come home to them so there's a lot to unpack and i just wish i had the time to go through all of it but i'm happy i'm, I'm definitely going to be getting you on it again i have to there's got to be a part two to this but i want to ask you a couple of questions mm. and if you can answer it in as succinct ways possible just yeah. obviously for time but are you in a better place now than you was? Am I in a better place now than I was? Well, that's that's an interesting uh, question. <laughs> um, I'm in a I'm in a I'm in a place now that you know. I think am I? I guess the thing the word comes to mind: wiser. Am I any wiser? Um, yeah. I mean, I. I we've I've gone through I've gone through an incredible amount I think business wise but I mean emotionally yeah I mean I'm I wish I didn't have to go through what I've gone through you know um it's um it, it has been incredibly hard but it is what it is I mean it's it, I, I, I've I, I've had to go through it I guess you know and I'm okay with it, you know. I'm, 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 um, 
I guess you know I feel like I feel like I'm I'm emotionally more resilient I guess having gone through what we have gone through having to deal with major stresses that we've gone through and come out the other end like you know we do reflect on that and think well if we've gone through that we probably can yeah. go we can we 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 could probably take we could take a lot on so I think we've really been tested <laughs> You know, we've been tested, like, you know. But that's that's life, isn't it? Life is full of tests. And, you know, I, I said to someone the other day saying that when things feel rough, just remember sandpaper makes things smooth. Mm. And it sounds super cheesy, but I like analogies. It, it's analogies. There we go. It's, it's, it's just there, visual representation to tell you, yeah, things can be rough, but it can work out to be smooth in the end. You just got to kind of yeah. grit and bear it a little bit. So... That was again. It's a huge loss. You've taken mm. so much in that running your own company to now having to step down, so to speak, to kind of like put the tool belt back on and to yeah. work then for other people. When they say jump, you've got to say how high. That can make some yeah. people feel a certain way. Would you say you navigated that loss in a healthy or unhealthy way? I'd say in a healthy way. I mean, I, I, I've, um, I'm a modest person. I'm not a person that sort of, you know, I'm not a materialistic person really. Like I'm, I, I, you know, when I had my company, I, I didn't have material stuff. I'm, I'm, I, I'm humble, um, and you know, I, I don't mind working for other people. You know. Um, I guess the philosophy I've got is like, if I'm going to do something, you've always got to give whatever, doesn't matter what it is, even if it's something you don't enjoy, just give it a hundred percent, Yeah, you know, cause that's going to get you to the place maybe you want to get to, you know, and like, so that's the attitude I, I, I take with whatever I do. Like even now I'm doing general bullying work and it's not what I want to be doing. I feel, I feel like I'm in a transitional period. Like it's, I'm not totally satisfied with the work that I'm doing now, but it changes, you know, because I'm doing general building work. And because of my experience of over 20 years of working in the construction industry, it varies. Like I could, one week I could be fit in the kitchen and then like next week I'm like, you know, work doing on building a, a stud wall or putting a ceiling up. And then, yeah. you know, at the moment I'm doing like roofing work and, but like you know, and that's fine, and I'm and I'm and I'm proud that I've learned. I've got a, a you know a, a broad skill set with comes yeah. to construction. You know, it serves me. You know, and and I actually feel like I don't know whether I have the in me to set up another construction company. You know, because I've got Ethan. Like you know, so I'm that like, is your that is your. If somebody came on, like, I'm, yeah, and I'm like. Just Ethan needs a chance, you know. I, I just, like, if... I, I feel like now, in the last few months, and it's funny that when you asked me to do this podcast, it felt intuitively like, I just felt like, wow, this is really interesting. This has came into my life at this time because I really feel like I can... Because before, I feel like I... I uh, in the, what we've gone through... With, with losing my company and, and just having to work so hard, I just didn't have it in me to put the, the energy into Ethan 
that I know it deserves and needs in order to grow it. But you know that pressure's been taken off me, and like and like I, I really feel like I'm, I'm you know, I, I've got that fire, getting that fire back in me to sort of get out there and you know and and really you know to get investment for Ethan and and you know and get him out to America and 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 get him out to Canada because now we can go out there yeah you know, now we can go to that place but I I need help with it like I you know the next thing for me is like I need I need to go out there and get investment I need and uh you know that's that's but I'm I'm fired up, you know, for that, and um, and I and I think I, I just feel like I it, with Ethan, as, as I said, he's part of the family, and I just really feel like he's be, he has to be given an a, an opportunity. Yeah, Ethan needs an opp- He's like he, he he needs to be given a proper opportunity. He hasn't been given that because I haven't had the means to be able to give it that proper opportunity, and um, and until I give it that, I can't. I can't say that the business is to, to, to shut it down, you know. But I think that's great because you've been through so much. You've taken so many hits, so many, you know, you was on the high, you then fell into some lows. And mm. the passion for this toy that you created has not diminished. It is, it's quite the opposite. It's got stronger. And a lot of people would probably would have thought that's the other way. It's like saying, well, if I didn't work mm. with you, I could have focused on my business. I'd have probably seen them coming a mile off saying they're going to go bankrupt or I could have done something else to get more money in, you know. But you don't mm. seem to have any form of resentment towards Ethan except, mate, I'm going to make this work. I need to be able to apply myself to this. I Yes, yeah. I don't like the job I'm doing, but I'm doing what I need to do to make things work, to keep a roof over my head for my kids mm. and my family and just be able to keep having that level of success, level of success which I call having to spend time with my family because I want to. Yeah. If you could go back in time to when things were really at a bad place and mm. you could go back and tell your younger self something based on what you now know from what you've learned, what would you mm. tell yourself to help you get out of that funk, to get out of that bad place? Um. I think I'd say like you're going to go through some difficult times. You've got a difficult road in front of you, and you're going to, going to have to make some really difficult decisions. But you know, just trust your instincts. You know, trust, trust, trust how you feel. Carry on, just trusting that, and um, and you'll get through it. And uh, that's that's I think that's what's got me through. You know, I, I've. I, at no at no point have I ever felt like I made the wrong decision with Ethan. Like I mean, we 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 had, we had money in the bank to like to to put a deposit down on the house, and you know we don't have our own house now. And I'm getting older, and you know, um, but even saying that, I, I still can't say I just I just don't I don't have a regret with it. I I really believe in it. And and I'm trusting my instincts, and I'm still here. Yeah. And I've listened to that person who's gone back and told me that, and I'm and I'm sticking with that. That's yeah. I I, I just feel like I'm doing the right thing, and maybe I needed maybe I needed to go through that journey. I don't. I you know maybe I, I had to go through that. I, I tell you one thing for sure: if we make success of it, I'm gonna damn well appreciate it. Uh, when it when it's all uh, 
it works out, you know. Well, it goes back to that phrase, though. You never met a strong person with an easy pass. And yeah. I'm just thinking, and I think this is a good question to ask you while we make the assumption. Do a lot of your friends and family know about this? Which part? I mean, the... Not, not the, the debt, the process. Well, more the lows than the highs. Because the highs, because the highs, yeah. everyone kind of wants to jump on. That's what social media is mm. all about, really. I know that, that's not saying that's what you promote yeah. on it, but for the most part, social media is about, oh my gosh, I've got this W, look at my life, I'm in Dubai, I've got this going and I've got that going on. Look at my watch, mm. look at my house, look at my car, mm. look at all the wins I've got. But when things are not going so well, mm. uh, what happened? Uh, do you know what? I had to take some social media detox. No, your phone bill got locked off because you couldn't pay the bill. Don't, yeah. don't lie. But, <laughs> you know, that's what society and what social media want to promote. I only highlight the good points, not the low points that we mm -hmm. all experience. But yeah, 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 I don't yeah. know. I, I don't know you like that. So I'll ask the question. It's, it's a matter of, do, are you open enough to let your yeah people know about it? I am somebody that I, that people tell me, my friends, my family tell me that I'm emotionally, I guess, I say I guess I'm... I, I'm saying it out loud to you, but they, my family say that I'm emotionally strong and like, you know, that I'm, that I'm somebody that can be, I'm the sort of go-to person in the family when it comes to, you know, stuff that goes on and, you know, in all families. I'm one of five. I'm in the middle. I'm like sort of the one that sort of holds it together. And uh, yeah, I mean, I'm emotionally, I guess, together. Um, I, I do have will I go through difficult times, but I, I, I'm a communicator. I talk, you know, I talk, I talk about my feelings. I talk about how I feel. I know the importance of talking about them, sort of, you know, talking about that. And actually the importance of actually having someone who's going to listen, because a lot of the time, to be a to be really good to be really good at actually counselling a lot of the time it's actually not giving advice it's just listening some people just want to they need they just need to be heard people need to be heard we all need to be heard you know we just need to be seen uh, you know and uh, yeah so yeah I I talk that's good and I think communication is key and it's not necessarily just a words we say but it's the actions we do or don't do um our love languages it's 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 all all the above and that's why i want to i've created a platform and i'm glad other people like yourself have sort of jumped on and liked the idea because everyone has a voice mm. but some people don't know how to use it and i'm happy to facilitate where possible when there's a topic that needs to be discussed or would like to be discussed and it can highlight what people can experience in life. I feel like, yeah, let's share that. Let's get it out there because it's only going to help us have those more meaningful and positive conversation and forge and form those strong connections that are long lasting and will help us through those hard times when we can't see the woods through the trees. It's, it's, it's definitely difficult. I'll ask you this question before I ask you to selfishly plug yourself and what you got going on. But if this was not an L, what would you call it? Um, I would call it a. I, I could sound corny. I don't know. It's been a. It's been a. 
a journey, you know, it's, uh, and it continues to be that. Yeah, I'm not really sure how to, how to answer that. It's fine. It is, it's, it's, it is what it is. Cause I said to you, to everybody, they say they, they come up with their own way. And for me, sometimes you can say it's a loss, but you might say it's a lesson. You might say it's a journey. You might say it's, um, yeah. it's something you had to endure. It can be any of those things, but ultimately it's the fact that I just wanted to let my guests tell the, their audience what they feel this was and because you're not preaching to them you just tell them your yeah. story what happened how yeah. you dealt with it so i'll ask you mm. to use this next section give or take a minute or two plug anything and everything you've got going on mm. selfishly where we can find you well go first and foremost those who haven't heard of ethan the fox can can go and visit our website ethanthefox.com they can see the product there. They can read about our journey that's on there. It gives a bit more background about, you know, how it started. We obviously have, we're on Instagram and, you know, I've, 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 I've got a ring tee there um, that I've, I've also designed, which is Ethan the Fox. And I want to bring that to market. If anybody knows anybody who's, <laughs> who's listened to this and maybe knows somebody who'd like to invest in, in, in the business, you know, maybe get in touch, you know, um, let's have that conversation. I need, I'm at that place where I've done everything I can do with the business that I need. Now I need help to get it to the next level. And, and, um, if somebody knows somebody out there that can, that, that can help with that, who can, you know, who think may be interested in, in any capacity, actually, not just a, from an investment point of view, maybe you think you've got something to offer that I, that, you know, that I, I don't know about, you know, shout, give me a shout out, you know, get in contact with me, you know, I, I, I'll take anything, you know, I, I, you know, uh, it, it'd be, um, yeah, it'd be wonderful to, to sort of hear anybody's suggestions about, you know, this conversation about, you know, maybe something that I should be trying that I haven't thought about. Um, yeah. Much appreciated. And I, for those that don't know, I do, I dabble in a bit of creative stuff. You and did. I, I remember you I, did do a video. It's awesome. An awesome video. To be honest, I did it because it's a labor of love. As I said, if, if I like someone, I like what they're about, I'll back them. It, you know, yes, some people might charge the earth or whatever, and rightly yeah, so. Absolutely. If you're good at what you do, charge. But if you like somebody, like what they do, that could just be a labor of love and you just bless them with it and just say, here you go. Do you know what? Do that. I want the best for you. Crack on. And that, and hopefully if someone can do that, someone could offer some words of advice, some guidance, some support, financial support, whatever it looks like, reach out. All the information will be in the description notes and yeah, it'll be over socials as well. But I just want to thank you again for coming on, for sharing. Yeah. As I said, a lot's <laughs> happened in the three years since, um, we yeah. last met, but I absolutely, I'm not going to lie to you. You have brought so much joy, so much hope, so much encouragement to me because honestly, if I got to myself to that state financially, I don't know if I would be anywhere near as upbeat as you are. I know I shouldn't let things like that get on top of me, but it, it 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 does, and I want to thank you for being that way because it shows me that it is possible, 
it reminds me that money is not the be all and end all of everything. Everything, and I love your product. I love what you guys are doing. For those that don't know, I got my own like brand that I'm building up. By now, should be a little bit more established when you hear this. Um, and I've got different marketing tools that I have available. I and Steve doesn't know this. I'm going to offer him a service that he will get and he can utilize that as he sees fit because <laughs> that's my gift to him because I respect him. I love him and I will offer that to him. But that's that for me, it doesn't hurt to share something. I've done it for other people and some people get charged. Some people, it's just the way it works. And I think you are worthy of that. I'm happy to back you. I'm happy to see you win. I want to see you get there. And I, again, I, I've just been so encouraged by how you are, by overcoming all that you have. I just love your relationship with your missus. Don't get it wrong. Mm-hmm. There's conversation that's been had that I'll never, I'll, I'll never hear because I'm not privileged to it and I shouldn't be. And conversation that you, you may share. But the fact that you guys have been able to stay together through thick and through thin, you know, go back mm-hmm. to your parents and everything kind of works out. Yes, there might have been some friction at some point. It is what it is. But I just love, you sharing that insight because some people wouldn't want to share that. Um, you mentioned that you listened to James's episode where, and I imagine it's the one yeah. where he's <laughs> moved to yeah. with his in-laws. It's the fact that his story resonated with you. Who would have known? But he shared it and you're sharing your story. The number of people might go, oh my gosh, I didn't know that. Because in some cultures, it's expected yeah. to move in with their in-laws. But in your culture and in his culture, mm. it's not it's not the norm. It's not what you guys do. So, like I said, I just can't thank you enough. I get encouragement from all my conversation, all my guests, and I'm just yeah happy. Thank you so much. It's been it's been a real privilege actually, and um, yeah, I thank you. And and I thank you on behalf of Sarah as well. She asked me to say that <laughs> for being yeah. It's absolutely fine. I I wish you all the best, and we will keep in contact. But to listeners, thank you very much for your time. I appreciate this one's been a bit lengthier, but I think you'll appreciate the words of wisdom that have been dropped through this have been worth the conversation length. Um, to, you know, just just look at the situation. Look at Steve and his wife have gone through. They've endured a lot. They've come out of a passion project. The passion project is still running. Yes, their finances are not where they'd like them to be, but it doesn't stop them from wearing a smile on their face and to love on their family like they do you know, health is wealth. And thankfully they've all got their health and they're all as wealthy as they can be. Everybody just hold on dearly to those that you're near and you care about. Love on them as much as you can. Be intentional, be purposeful with what you do and why you do things. If there's a passion project you want to do, just give birth to it, just run with it and see where it takes you. If you do find yourself in a hard place, that's not great you can reach out to me i'm on every L podcast on twitter and instagram but i'm not the most specialized person to help you it, but i'll probably redirect you to someone else but i'm not going to say no to you i want to help out wherever possible and just remember <laughs> every L is not a loss and nothing about a caterpillar tell it's going to be a butterfly take care and thanks a lot Every hour.